up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat as the last line of a defence and here goes Joseph. Joseph's going to get over. Oh, he was absolutely knocked back into that tweet by Atwood. David Atwood has got titanium in his shoulders at the moment. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes magnificently on the Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Bath Rugby Plug podcast, brought to you live from the beautiful city of Toulouse. I am joined, as always, by fellow Bath fans Tom Hi, mate. and Charlie. Hello, everybody. And yeah, just to describe the scene, uh, we are sat on a, on a, on a rooftop in, in, in the lovely city of Toulouse, just as the sun sets and surrounded um, by, by a helicopter overhead and, and the whiff of tear gas in the air. Tom. Maybe you could uh, describe the scene more aptly, mate. What, how would you? How would you? Uh, well, how would you say there? Thought you were going you to say surrounded by Bath fans, but um, it's been a very good uh, turnout from the travelling support, both by both by Bath um, and also by Gloucester. Lots mm. of Gloucester fans in Toulouse. Yeah, lots lots of them around last night, particularly. Um, with their game against Agen today but um, no, it's a good job this isn't a, a political podcast no one's tuning in to, to listen to us talk about that which is, which is a good job but um, no slight feeling um, uh, you know that, that the match is happening tomorrow slight, slight buzz around the city what are, you, uh, what, what are you making of it Charlie? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There was a, it was a good contingent of fans out, as you say, uh, in the pub last night. Uh, got a couple of come on you bars chanting around, and it's it's, it's nice to hear. It's, it's it's like being back in the in the beautiful Roman city. It is like being back in the beautiful Roman city, as you say so nicely. And, and this is a really good opportunity for us guys, because obviously normally we record the podcast on a Monday um, without the teams and, and therefore predict uh, things that, that, that never happen. And, and this is an opportunity for us to, to talk about what's going to happen uh, with the teams out. So, so Tom, first of all, what did you make of the, uh, the, the, Bath, the Bath team selection? Uh, Joseph back, obviously the headline news, but what did you make of it more generally? Yeah, again, I think it was a, a good. It's, it's, it's a good mix of youth and experience we've got in the team. Mm. Um, Jack Walker gets another start in the front row, which is good to see. It's going to be a very, very big game for him, I think, tomorrow. We'll come on to matchups in a little bit more detail, but um, massive game against a, against a huge Toulouse front row. As yeah. you mentioned, Jonathan Joseph, the headline act, he must be absolutely chomping at the bit um, to, to run out tomorrow, particularly with the England squad being announced and him notably not being included. So um, really exciting team, really encouraging, I think, that despite being a dead rubber for Bath, obviously, um, not the same for Toulouse, but despite being a dead rubber for Bath, um, we still um, you know, bring a strong team out here to France. So um, yeah. very encouraged by our team and, and very much looking forward to it tomorrow. Yeah, I think, I think the thing that is missed with injuries, you know, whilst it's really annoying for, for the fans when, when people's uh, sort of return dates get pushed back, like we spoke, when we spoke to Charlie Yules earlier on in the season, he was saying about how frustrating, I use that word again, it is for, it is for, the, for the players when, when their deadline keeps getting set back. And for Joseph, it must be like that. And especially with the England squad announced and with the World Cup looming, it must be, he must be absolutely chomping at the bit to, to get back into action, Charlie. And I'm really looking forward, I'm chomping at the bit to see him. I can't wait to see him. And uh, he's, he's going to want to make a statement. He's, he, as you say, his, his, his return date's been pushed back back and back and back and he's finally back this this weekend we're going to see him have a run out and uh, hopefully we, we'll be able to throw the ball around a bit so he'll be able to show us uh, his, uh, his, his best parts of his game yeah Tom 
we mentioned Joseph there coming up um, uh, again against the Toulouse centres. But what are the matchups uh, now? The teams that have been announced. What are the matchups you are you most looking forward to watching as that helicopter gets even louder above us? Glides. <laughs> what an impending war it feels like. But Tom, what are you, what, what are you uh, what matchups are you most looking forward to watching tomorrow? I think there are tasty matchups um, all over the field. One that I mentioned potentially um, potentially would happen on Monday when we recorded the podcast. Um, is Samesa Rockadaguni on the right wing for Bath against Cheslin Colby for Toulouse? That to me is a very, very exciting, uh, very exciting contest. We've spoken a little bit about Rock- how Rocco's not quite shown the form that he has done um, in previous seasons uh, uh, this season. Um, so I think it's, it's a good chance for him to prove how good he still is, um, and also just from a spectacle point of view getting to see Cheslin Colby in yeah. the flesh with those ridiculous feet um, I think Darren Atkins will be happy that uh, he's not lining up against him this time <laughs> oh, I think he's still recovering from his two broken ankles isn't he Charlie what matchup are you, are you looking forward to well, there's, there's, there's a couple across the park so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick one out for you the two mm. you know the, the young versus the old you could say uh, but Zach Mercer against Jerome yeah. Kano at eight is going to be very interesting obviously two different styles of players Zach Mercer likes the open space uh, and, and, and can run the ball we've seen what he can do uh, scoring a 50 metre try against Wasps um, but uh, it's, 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 we've also then got the physicality of Jerome Kano obviously uh, there was a lot of controversy about his, uh, his, his tackle on Jamie Roberts when yeah. they visited the wreck uh, so hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some redemption uh, on, on redemption, yeah, opportunity yeah. redemption against against Jerome Kano, but uh, he's a, he's a dangerous player. Obviously, uh, heavily capped All Blacks, uh, two World Cups under his belt, and it's uh, it's he, he's got some real class about him. So we'll have to shut him down. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys head to head and running in the heavy traffic. Yeah, opportunity for redemption against Jerome Kano, an opportunity for redemption across the board. Obviously, with the the disappointment of the result uh, against Luth at the rack, I think. That is a, an element of the fact that of the reason why we why we have picked a strong team, uh, and why the boys will be absolutely uh, really after the win tomorrow. Uh, just just one matchup from me and, and Tom. You mentioned the importance of the scrum on Monday's podcast. If you haven't checked, if you haven't listened to that um, podcast, then please do check it out. Uh, we previewed this game in depth uh, and looked back at uh, last week's game uh, against Wasps. Uh, but the, the matchup that I'm I'm most looking forward to seeing, and I think the matchup where where it will be won and lost will be in the front row uh, between Jack Van Ruen um, and uh, Charlie Famuina. Jack Van Ruen, a, a, a very uh, experienced guy against the massive Charlie Van Ruin. and we know how important the, the scrum is in every game of rugby but I think especially coming away from home we have to have the platform to set piece right and I think Van Ruin uh, and, and Peronisi on the other side will be absolutely key in that Tom our, our front row specialist mate shout over the, the noise <laughs> of, the, of the helicopter and tell us why that's going to be key yeah well uh, I, I predicted last week on the podcast that, that we'd win by 5 points 25-20 but after seeing um, sort of the respective front rows that, that have been selected um, I am a little less confident in that in that prediction so I think if we, if we, just, if we just look at it so Van Royen, Walker and Peronise for me they're the third choice um, props on either side and then I, you'd probably have Jack Walker as, as second choice interestingly as well on the bench Max Laheef um, has been laid, named as the, as the loose head prop um, I haven't mm-hmm. seen um, him play on the loose head, loose head side before we do we have kind of heard that he can play both sides but um, that'll be interesting and potentially a little bit of a field day I think for, for Charlie Farmoena in there I think that's going to be a very um, important um, and potentially quite telling uh, a battle at the, uh, in the front rows there another interesting part about the, the, the combination of the Bath bench is you know 
there was a lot of injuries in the back row, Garvey, Ellis, um, and Falatau, to, to name a couple. Underhill. And, yeah. Underhill. And, and the, the, the back row replacement is Michael Van Vuren. I mean, you spoke on the last week's podcast, Tom, <laughs> about how he doesn't look like a hooker when he's warming up and when he's playing. So, so perhaps a, a, a dual role for Van Vuren off the bench. Uh, we've heard Jack now play, about Jack now going to play in the back row. Well, we've got Van Vuren playing in the back row. What did you, what did you make of that uh, selection on the back row? Oh yeah, it's, it's very interesting, isn't it? He's uh, he's as you say, he's a slightly slighter bloke than you would expect for a for a hooker, but it, it's it's very common to see. Um, I, I I haven't you know, chucking the names of uh, of Harry Thacker or Dave Ward who, mm. in in other clubs he'd like to pat down in in that back row, but. I haven't seen so much of his game. It's going to tell that suggests he's 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 a fantastic jackler of the ball, or his work around the park is 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 um, is, is phenomenal. But uh, we'll have to see how it goes, I guess, tomorrow. But perhaps with a slightly more open game, you would have you would have thought they would have gone for someone who can run the ball a bit more than a front rower. But we're going to have to see what plays out. Well, strange, strange, strange not to see Miles Reid get given an, an opportunity out here. It's difficult to know because with the, with the competition of the Champions Cup, you can only uh, register a certain amount of players. It yeah. isn't like the Premiership in that you can you can register, you know everybody in your in your squad can play. So so perhaps they, they hadn't registered Reid, and when they got these injuries, they, they felt like Van Buren so was their come best out. option. So, yeah, Todd did come exactly. out and say that we can only field the players that we got registered, and so there was obviously oh, okay. some combinations he would have liked to have tried out. But um, yeah, it would have been a great opportunity for for a guy like Miles Reid to. to to get some experience yeah. and a similar guy with similar experience like Bayless it has been starting but I think that is on the, on the basis of the um, of the of the, the, the registration to the Champions Cup any other matchups or anything else you'd like to pick up about the game uh, tomorrow on Sunday against Toulouse Charlie I've just got one more matchup I'd quite like to pick out because I do think it is going to be a slightly open game especially on Bath Bar and uh that's that 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 number nine head to head mm. Antoine Dupont, who's obviously a fantastic runner of the ball and has got uh, French international honours against Chris Cook, who we we know is is a is a coiled spring ready to explode. Um, <laughs> you love Chris Cook, don't you? Oh, he's he's, he's uh, <laughs> you love he's, you love he's, Cook, it's, you it's love a love relationship. Um, I'm in the middle somewhere, yeah. um, but uh, he's he he can certainly run with the ball and uh, produce some fantastic passages of play that you know. That any any fan would be happy to watch. So I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Perhaps with uh, with, with slightly more some more leeway to run with the ball and uh, and try some audacious chips or whatever and, and he might do. Audacious um, interceptions off the lineup. I think it was against <laughs> Toulouse three or four years ago when when he sort of christened that as his own. Um, the, the interception off the line out Tom any other points you want to make uh, about, about the game tomorrow we're going to keep this yeah. podcast brief uh, any other points you want to make mate? well yeah a cu- couple of things we spoke on on the last podcast about um, about long locks um, sort of yeah <laughs> name of the podcast was long locks and obviously we've got Luke Charteris um, six foot nine um, lining up as captain for Bath today and then uh, you know in the second row shirt for, for, for Toulouse um, is R- Richie Arnold, who's listed as six foot ten, 127 kilos. So um, that for me is a is a really tasty a tasty battle. And we're gonna th- those <laughs> those guys don't really need lifting the lineup. That's the reality. So the lineup battle is going to be going to be going to be a really interesting one. Yeah, I, I think the set piece, as I say, with my lineup Van Buren against uh, Charlie Van Moena, the set piece is, is always key. But I think especially away from home uh, and off off the back of that set piece, that allows you to to play the running rugby, which 
is going to suit our team. The likes of Joseph, the likes of Rocco Aguni, and going to suit their team. Their back three is absolutely brilliant, as we've spoken about. So, so a brilliant matchup. And I think you've got to you've got to win the, the set piece battle, the three set pieces, as we always speak yeah. about. You've got to win that to allow those guys the space to do what they do best. And I, and I think that is potentially where we'll come undone. As I've said, just just one question to to turn around to you guys. So we've spoken about Tom Homer and Darren Atkins and how mm. they played. Some, sometimes they played on the wing and they've, they've switched it about a bit. So Darren Atkins played on at, at fullback against Wasps. Potentially didn't have his best game at fullback. He's now been switched with Tom Homer and is playing on the wing. So positionally, obviously, that's that's very different. Where, where, what's your preference, boys? So would you rather have Atkins at fullback or, or, or Homer, who's obviously a bit more experienced in, in that shirt? I think for now, I'd, I'd probably like Homer, but, but I know we've spoken to Darren on the podcast before. I, I know that Darren's preferred position is fullback and therefore they are looking to to get him more game time there. I just think when you go away from home in, in, in an atmosphere like it's going to be tomorrow, in a, in a must-win game for the opposition like it will be for Toulouse, I think perhaps they've taken the more pragmatic decision and played the more experienced guy at 15 and the less experienced guy on the wing. Whereas in on, in the past, as you say, they, 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 they've played it the other way around. That's how I see it. Yeah, I, I also feel that I think Darren give him some space he's actually got he's, he's, he's lightning quick and I think his finishing capabilities are better than uh, Tom Homer's who I think actually under a high ball and uh, is, is slightly more reliable I think at fullback yeah. and I think also being playing at 15 it allows Homer perhaps to step up into the line a bit more and play that kind of second distribution role that, that he has he has he has undertaken in in this season in the, the, past. By in the yeah. past yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's absolutely right and with our centre combination as it is at the moment with, with Clark and Joseph there isn't that that necessarily the second distributor like we've spoken about so maybe that is the role that, that Homer is going to play I think and we saw right. how well it worked when James Wilson was playing there with, uh, with Freddie Burns 100% yeah just one other player I was going to mention on, on the Toulouse side I and mean, that's the inside centre you just spoke about the centres um, Roman Entomac um, son of son of former French international Emile um, he, he's only 19 years of age um, broke, broke through from the French under 20s um, to, to the Toulouse senior squad last season and has actually just been selected in the in the uh, Six Nations squad for France so he's obviously an exciting talent um, in, in French rugby so it'll be good to see how he gets on um, lining up against yeah. England's best Jonathan Joseph yeah no brilliant centre battle combinations across the field which I'm really looking forward to seeing um, so yeah we'll, we'll be back as usual uh, in your feeds uh, ne- early next week um, not 100% sure of, of the exact day but early next week um, with our review of the Toulouse game uh, and also to talk about the England squad to talk about the four Bath signings that, that have just been made and everything else blue, black and white related uh, thank you very and much of course for a 40 point thrashing and, we, and uh... to review the, the 40 point thrashing uh, of Toulouse which is undoubtedly going to happen Any, we, anyone just quickly anyone want to revise yeah, their, their predictions um, based, based on the team news and, and based on being in the city and, uh, and the feel for it yeah, Tom, so Tom, I'm, I'm going to revise my prediction I'm afraid um, just just to recap so gee you went 34-36 yep. so uh, Bath winning in, a, in an absolute thriller <laughs> Charlie you were, you were you were on the Toulouse side um, 22-17 to Toulouse and I went Bath by 5 so 20-25 to Bath but having seen the respective front rows as I said I, I think they're going to win the battle up front um, I think it'll be uh, a bit of a sort of gladiatorial um, uh, sort of uh, setting in, in the Stadion as well 
well on tomorrow. So I, I think we're going to struggle up front. So I'm going to I'm going to switch that one round. I'm afraid. Who sorry, be to be, so sorry to be the pessimist. Who could but, be so pessimistic? Um, I think Toulouse might actually beat us relatively comfortably. I think they'll scrum us off the field. So um, <laughs> I think I, I think with, with as, as much as on the line for them as well in terms of qualifying for the for, for the next stage of the Champions Cup, I'm going to go Toulouse by nine. Charlie, you want to revise? I, your... I think I'm, I'm going to stick stick with my prediction that Bath are going Toulouse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to stick with mine Bath by two points it's, it, it, we thought it was going to rain but today's proved to be a dry day and I think tomorrow's going to prove to be a dry day as well 34-36 to Bath in, in what will go down as one of the great European games as I say thank you very much for tuning in um, and yeah we'll be back very soon with our review of that game and, and, and everything else and apologies for the, the perhaps lack of um, sound quality as I say well, the 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 jeune et jeune, I think that's how you pronounce it. The gilet jaune, the gilet jaune, protesting in Toulouse this weekend. Uh, hence the helicopter, and hence the the whiff of tear gas, which I I you know I appreciate. You obviously won't be able to smell. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening, uh, and, and we'll be with you uh, very soon. Enjoy the rugby this weekend. Cheers, guys. <laughs>